from Barda Community College, your friend. Uh, do you like video games about weird biblical sacrifice and parents killing their kids to appease a god that doesn't exist? And I'm Derek. Do you believe in video <laughs> games? Uh, <laughs> ritual sacrifice to God, Derek? Yes. They exist. They do. We're talking about The Binding of Isaac, Edmund McMillan's uh, Flash game from... <laughs> I can't believe this game came out in 2011. Uh, I think the no. Newgrounds version... Well, I guess it was never quote-unquote Newgrounds, but... Um, yeah, this is a... so. Well, I guess that that checks out timeline wise because I did start this game playing this game in high school. And, yeah. Uh, surprisingly, the game has been uh, <coughs> the game has been at this point kind of supported since then. Um, so we're really kind of covering two games today, even though it's really a game and it's remake. Well, it's a game, it's extension, and it's so series. Yeah. I guess. The original game had uh, you have the Binding of Isaac, you have a DLC pack for Wrath of the Lamb. Yeah, Wrath of the Lamb. And then in 2017, I want to say 2014. Um no, 20 like when did the Rebirth come out? 2014 came out and Oh wow. Yeah. Afterbirth did not come out until a couple years later, and now there is another additional one entry on, in it. Is there a, is it on the way or is it out? I believe it came out last year. Oh, wow. Um, but so, at this point, we've had, you know, two games and three expansion packs, and the fur and Rebirth is essentially a full remake of Wrath of the Lamb and uh, the original Binding of Isaac. Um, so, this game is, I think, the most successful game Macmillan has made. Super Meat Boy, I think, was successful in a kind of well, wild and way. And, you know, Flash games aside, like, you have <coughs> Alien Hominid, which actually did get a... Did what? he do Alien Hominid? I think so. No, that was Team Behemoth. They're the same guys that did Castle Crashers. Hmm. He did Super Meat Boy. Yeah, it looks like Super Meat Boy. Gish, that was the other one that he had done. That was very weird. And a bunch of other indie games or... <laughs> Adobe Flash games, which yeah. are a ton. Oh, boy. Good for him. The Boy Who Questioned God. Dead Baby Dress Up. WWF Baby Dress Up. I'm finding that. We're playing that oh my fucking God. game. Um, so Edmund McMillan is your average neckbeard. I'm kidding. Don't yell at me. Uh, but he is. So uh, <laughs> so he's a dude that was like, I want to... Oh, wait. He worked on Braid, too? That's the other yeah, one. Yeah. Braid was... It's a bomb! It's too deep! <laughs> the princess is a bomb! So you have this guy who starts off on Newgrounds making Flash games that of... are questionable edgelord nature <laughs> yeah and then he makes super meat boy which is also of questionable edgelord nature but considerably I more i don't really think it's very edgelordy i think it's just like traditionally one of those difficult it's, platformers it's very cartoony with oh yeah it's very cartoony but with that kind of like with that kind of edgy like oh this game you're just gonna die a lot in because it's a platform hell game yeah um and then you have Binding of Isaac, which actually is kind of an edgelord game, albeit handled, which I think... It's the, handled in a really weird manner, because it's not intentionally edgelord, it's just kind of the theme. Yeah, it's... <clears throat> hey, do you want to kill your mom? Yeah. No, um... Do you want to kill God? Yeah. Who is you? Uh, or the devil? No, we don't kill him. He was nice to us. Until he tried to kill us, and then fuck him. And then we did kill him. And then we did kill him. 
Um, but so uh, this game is a this game is a roguelike shooter uh, essentially where you you have these the rooms are it is set up like the classic legend of zelda dungeons it mm-hmm. is the exact same layout and i would say that without the update the tile sets are almost the same just recolored um <clears throat> basically you move through rooms it's the a room, top the down int- dungeon crawler it's, it's top down like so, imagine legend of zelda just yeah, like it, to the it past it's legend just legend of, of zelda it's very legend of zelda but the the big thing is that you have um, you always is that the entire game is procedurally generated, so it's random. It's kind of random what you get every time you boot it up. There, are, there's never like there's never two levels exactly the same, and so you go through every playthrough a little differently. Sometimes well, vastly differently from the last time how you played. Yeah, exactly. And there are um, there is a pool of items that you unlock and you get more of as you go in. It's, it's there's a what, pool of characters yeah. where like you have specific things you accomplish in the game to unlock a specific character that while mostly the same usually has a different item or operates slightly differently or has different a different inherent item. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of ways to play the game and there are a lot of ways to play the game differently. Yeah. But and and that's like I said the the neat thing about it is that you always have at least a slightly different game. But this is where the roguelike elements come in, where um, it gets kind of bullshit because depending on how your the random number goes, yeah, you get feeling, yeah, you get you get zero health upgrades, you get zero damage you never get upgrades, any keys, yeah, you don't bombs. get any keys. Like the the time I we we played a couple, we played for like an hour before we we started. And uh, there was, uh, the last run I did, I skipped three treasure rooms because I didn't have a single key drop on three floors. I'm like, well, I guess God hates me. Hello and behold, that's the theme which of the game. The, which Who is knew? the theme of the game. <laughs> um, so the, the story of Binding of Isaac is, um, at some point, Isaac is living with his mother. Uh, his father isn't in the picture anymore, um, which is a weird sort of unspoken sub-story in the game. Yeah. Uh, so the biblical allegory is kind of swapped from uh, Abraham taking Isaac to sacrifice him to his mother his, sacrificing him. Yeah. And the the basic the basic idea is that his mother hears what she thinks is the voice of God telling her to on the television. On the television, <laughs> nonetheless. Uh, take your. Uh, take your obvious uh obvious satire there well i mean televangelism i mean yeah. that's what it is so she uh thank you for explaining the obvious satire that i was just works. gonna leave uh no you can't can't do it yeah. um so uh <laughs> the tv demands that she murder her son as proof of her faith and isaac like, like you do <laughs> flees into a basement that shouldn't exist so you never really know where the game exists in its own lore yeah, um, and and there is this kind of macro continuity that you yeah. discover through playing and beating the game enough times, um, but it's it's very vague and very open to interpretation. Yeah, and for the most part, like don't go into the game thinking that like the story is going to blow you away because it's not. You're just we're just not here for that. <laughs> well, and I think I think it is I think it is meant to be that kind of thing where you kind of take away what yeah. you want to i agree but it is um it does get very dark in places and you're kind of left to oh yeah you take get, yourself you down. get floating aborted babies as like minions you're like okay i get what we're doing dead here cats. dead cats guppy no <laughs> um and so there's 
Um, and so effectively every level is this slow or every playthrough is you trying to get through this slow descent into increasingly more hellish caves and levels. Also, um, it plays like Smash TV. It's a twin stick shooter is what uh, they're referred to. Yeah, yeah. You move with one stick, you shoot with the other. It's or Robotron. Or, or, you, or you use the WSAD and arrow keys, <coughs> arrow keys which yeah. is what I honestly prefer. I don't... I don't yeah, using a, I, the controller feels floaty, and I've, I've never really been a huge it, fan it, of it. It might just be from what I played first, but it just feels weird to yeah. play with the controller to me. Um, and you move through... Uh, as you move through these levels, you fight increasingly more bizarre, surreal, and nightmarish monsters... Um, well, the game always has this very cartoonish aesthetic that makes the monsters range from cute to ugly cute to horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, in the, in the movie, the game itself, like, even in endings, has these moments where, like, okay, well, they only told you this because they're giving you an item and they want to explain it. And then the last, like, half dozen are like, oh, yeah, no, that wasn't a treasure chest you climbed into. It was a toy box. And you suffocated. And you did. And you're dead. And you're like, what the fuck, game? Yeah. Like, what kind of resolution is that shit? Um, and, and then you fight God. And then you fight God. Um, what kind of anime? Well, it, it reminds me in a way very much of Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, it, it kind of has that, that end of the rabbit hole kind of fan. But it, it, albeit, albeit considerably more depressing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean... If anything is to be understood about Lewis Carroll, that's pretty fucking depressing, but different um, different book for a different time. So Sorry, we had to stop in Kua the cat, who is now sleeping with her eyes closed and looks She looks She's adorable. doing a little meatloaf. Look at her hands. They're all tucked <laughs> under. She's so cute. Anyway. Damn uh, this cat. Damn this cat. Damn this cat. Productivity ruined. Ah. But anyway, um... Really, what's really what's important about the game is that it is a it is a game that is designed for you to play and play and play and play. And oh, always... and that that's the biggest uh, positive criticism that comes out of it is the procedurally generated is you'll probably get twenty to thirty hours into the like you're gonna get five to ten hours into the game before you have a what what you would call a guaranteed success, like before you get like because to some degree the game. The random nature like, of the game is really that. Is that you can have either a... Is that you can either get like a, a steady supply of the things you need to beat it, or you can consider, or you can get consistently fucked over by it. And yeah, and there's no in-between. There, there's... And like... The numbers are 0 and 100. You can, you can kind of manipulate it by picking <clears throat> different characters. Well, you, you pick more consistent to your play style either abilities or an item which is sort of the way you have to play it mm -hmm. because like once you beat the game even isaac doesn't start with an item but when you beat the game he gets one and then after you get at a certain end and he gets a better version of it mm -hmm. because i think he gets the d6 and then the d20 yeah um but and so and the game is so and the actual like play style of the game is you run around and you're you're trying to get like different items. You can collect money. You can get keys and yeah. bombs. There's a lot of collectibles. You're shooting tears at people because you're really sad. Yeah, you're a sad boy. It's real sad boy. This hours. is sad boy times. <laughs> um, so your tears are your main weapons. You can get power ups that either like make them better, or you can get power. You can get power ups and quotation marks that make them worse. Um, you can. There are literal pharmaceutical drugs. That if you take them, either good or bad things will happen to you. Well, no, there are... I mean, one of them just puts you through puberty. One of them makes you start pooping bombs. 
Explosive diarrhea was a good one. Um, there's the other one that's just I took I found pills and I <laughs> ate them. And there's, he, a, lo- there's yeah. a lot of meme references and uh, the general... one the one really cool thing is when you do collect items, there's always a visual representation of the item you have. So like, uh, there's an item called the rock, and it's just you get a rock implanted. It like it looks like somebody tried to beat you to death with a rock, and then like you get like there and then you get rock and you can now shoot rocks instead of tears. Yeah, and then you get like. You get, like, the spider eyes one. And yeah, you get, which is actually kind of fucked up. And you get, like, four shot or whatever. Oh, no. The cat has disappeared behind the couch. The cat is now hiding in her hidey space. That's their that's their secret place in the corner. I have... But I, she lives in the box. She, no, the other cat lives in the box, which is... Who's actually still outside, who I need to let in at some point. But, so, um, there's always a physical representation, a visual representation of the items you get, which is kind of cool, but eventually you just look like one fucked up Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah, for real. Because, like, if you have a really good run and you're scratching, like, two or three items every floor... Yeah, you could be having demon demon horns, a nun habit, a, a rock in yeah, your head, a halo. laser eyes. Uh, you... you oh, Jesus Christ, it gets fucking weird. You can you can shoot chocolate milk instead of tears yeah, you or can, pee. Yeah, you can you can pee on things. You can yeah, fart yeah. on things. Yeah, you can't like there is then one of the runs we did before this. There there is literally a power up called Black Bean where if you eat it, you just fart when you get hit. Yep, that's it. Oh, don't jiggle me. <laughs> I have a bad reaction. Um, and the and you know you find any number of different collectibles as you go through. Some of the other, some of the big ones are there's like trinkets that give you different effects when you pick them up, and you can only have like one at a time. Yeah, and none of them are like very game breaking, but some of them like let you avoid some negatives or, so. or kind of make a build for yourself. Yeah, you have, um, you have a few, you have um, like the tarot cards that are powerful, like one shot use items, um, along with pills, which are also tend to be either like stat boosts or health or something horrible yeah removals which are usually pretty shitty there's nothing like actually getting a decent attack up buff and then having a thing having a pill that just like wipes all of it out and you're like fuck yeah um and you get like uh uh specific items that you can use with space bar that tend to be powerful like or weird utility or weird utility Um, like I remember, uh, there's, there's a couple items that you get the doctor's remote that you can drop a, essentially a big bomb on the, on the battlefield or like you find like the one shoop to whoop head that makes you fire lasers. That one's pretty funny. I always forget about that one. Yeah. The game is loaded. You literally just said shoop to whoop and there is a very good, there is a non-zero percent chance here that somebody is going to go, what the fuck did he just say? I was going to say there was a moment. Where, where, as I was saying that, I saw Jordan kind of look very misty-eyed off into the distance. I look, he's going to start speaking Japanese, and I hope so. What do And, like, the game is filled with these <laughs> ancient-ass Newground references and old pre-2008 Pre-YouTube means, is, is what it is. Like, is Shoop-de-Whoop pre-YouTube? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Huh. Like you're talking like Albano Black Sheep and something awful and oh like God, yeah man. you're you're like people don't realize that YouTube has only been around since like 2005 Five. or 2006 whereas like there was a clean six or seven years of weird shit going on. Tub Girl predates YouTube. Don't Google that or do. I'm not gonna stop you. No, don't. It's funny. 
in a weird way that you're going to regret having seen, but I told you. Don't do it, man. Don't do it, man. But this is the th- where this is the thing where <clears throat> the game has this at times very dark style and actual story. Like the actual text of the story is pretty It's pretty fucked up. Pretty disturbing. But it's couched in all of these in this black comedy <laughs> internet humor and cartoonish art style. So I would, like, I feel like this is, like, the kind of game that a teenager would probably find really amusing, like like I did. Yep, you uh, fucking teenager. Because um, it, it, it does kind of very much appeal to that, like, ah, it's edgy, but it's also, like, not too edgy. I mean, I think there are... In fact, the game is so cartoonish at times that I don't even really think of calling it edgy, because it's too, like, kind of aware of itself. And beyond that, there are points where, like, there is a very obvious aesthetic choice that McMillan is making with a certain thing. Like, it's not just, like, hieroglyphic memes that he's <laughs> injecting into this game. Like, there is a specific religious undertone that he is trying to dissect. And, like, you're not gonna, like, go crazy trying to figure it out because it's not very subtle. Like, he pretty much tells you what he thinks inside of the nature of the game. It feels like, it kind of reminds, it kind of feels like the same criticism of of religion that's in Carrie. Yeah, a little bit. <clears throat> and specifically with the abusive, <clears throat> with the abusive parent kind of thing, undertones. In fact, there are a lot of undertones with that. Oh, yeah. The game. Like, it's implied that, you know, he has a dead baby sister somewhere, all sorts of weird... Or, there's, like... And that his mom was making him cross-dress as his dead baby sister. Which is really... Yeah, there's some, really there's some like... stuff. And there's... None of this is ever confirmed. It's just these it, weird, it, crazy it, fucking implications that have these interactions between certain items. Imagine... And, it's like, imagine if this game was not a game that I pay money for, but a flash game that you just randomly find with no like context or idea whatsoever yeah yeah like this is creepy pasta bait yeah this, like like if you describe this game to somebody like out of context without the without the fact that this is a real product that you can buy it <laughs> kind of sounds like creepy pasta i mean or the precursor to creepy pasta yeah like this is like early 4chan shit um and the game itself um I feel like it's a fun game that is kind of niche to recommend because a there's there's some people who are going to be turned off by the aesthetic. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and then and not B, everybody really likes roguelikes. And so. B, it's kind of a hard game to recommend because while it is, if you're if you like that kind of um, quick reflexes with like this explorative element, you have the ability. You know you. Once you are in a level, you can kind of go back and forth around it. So you can, if you want to explore it or, you know, or just blaze through it, you know, it's up to you. You're kind of encouraged to explore, I feel yeah. like. Um, and there rewards- are mechanics that you don't learn immediately. Like every floor has a secret room or two that you sort of eventually figure out the floor plan floor. They're not always guaranteed, but like. If there's an empty there's space an, that connects three yeah. walls of different rooms, yeah, it probably has a room there. Yeah. And, you know, and again, it's, you'll have a lot of times where you're just like, well, this is a dead playthrough restart. Oh, yeah. Like, there are a bunch of times where you'll end the first floor and be like, no, nah, I'm not fucking doing that. I'm not feeling this one. Yeah, I'm not doing it. And if you, if you do like kind of twitchy games with, uh, that really test your reflexes, then 
yeah, there are ways to make this game even more bullshit that might even like more appeal to that instinct. But even on its own, you have to learn this game by yeah. experience, you know? Yeah, because like there's no like walkthrough. Like, would I recommend that you probably keep the wiki close so you can look up what some of the items do because they are woefully understated on what half of them mm-hmm. actually do? Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of trial and error without a wiki on Well, there's, there's a lot of items where you're going to get, and you're not going to have any kind of immediate answer to, I don't know what the fuck just happened. And the answer sometimes is nothing. And you have no idea of dying. Yeah. <laughs> um, and with that, um, to kind of like, to kind of talk about how playthroughs are different. So there's, there's a couple ways you can modify the game. So as you play through the game, more stuff is added to it. Like, yeah, there, there's an item pool in the beginning, and there are a set of items that you unlock as you accomplish certain things in the game. You kind of There's kind of an in-game achievement system. Yeah. And then um, the first time you beat the game, again, I'm using air quotes here. You, I can't see them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first time you beat the game, you, you beat a boss, and then they like it's like, oh, we did it. And then it's like, oh, there's there's more to do. Because as you keep playing it, you unlock more final levels, and yeah, the DLC includes more final oh, levels. Oh, yeah, and different versions of final levels as well. Because in the beginning, you have just the regular dungeon, so it's four sets of floors? Three, three? three sets of two floors each. Three sets of two floors, then you unlock the dungeon, and then you unlock the womb, and then you can get heaven or hell, and then you get... Or shield. Or shield, which is its own thing purgatory yeah it's there's a lot of weird stuff that occurs during the game that like you definitely can't hit the end button your first playthrough so like you're gonna if you enjoy the game even a modicum you're going to get 20 to 30 hours out of the game easily if i open up steam and look at (laughs) i probably have somewhere between 50 to 75 hours of binding of isaac and that's That's probably a low ball because I'm sure I've played this game plenty of times offline. Oh, absolutely. Like, before I bought the game, I had I had ripped it because piracy, yo. Um, I'm not advocating piracy. I'm just telling you that. Especially for an indie creator. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because I have purchased the game on several systems since then. So I feel like I've given my money back. Um, and, the, the, <clears throat> and one of the other ways in which they get, you can mix up the game is that you have different characters you can choose from, and you also have different scenarios that give you specific pre-planned power-ups to make specific, like, challenge runs. Um, and now, talking about the characters, so uh, in the Binding of Isaac uh, original game, you have... That's a lot of hours. I have 136 hours in the original game, and I have 31.2 in Rebirth. Um, so Wrath of the Lamb was actually a standalone for a little bit. So I probably have 20 or 30 hours before they merged those two as well. Uh, And that's not including the hundred hours I probably put into the version that isn't on Steam. Yeah. Um, so in the original game you have, uh, Isaac, you have Eve, Magdalene, Cain, um, Judas, uh, Samson. And I, think, I, I played and I this. Think, and I think a question mark, question mark, question mark character. <clears throat> Which is Soul Baby. Yeah. <clears throat> I played the shit out of Samson. And the original game... So in the original game, my favorites are Kane and Eve for very different reasons. Uh, Kane is kind of like the... Um, he's kind of like the rogue archetype character, but he has inherent bonuses to luck. And so he does... Or items that make him luckier. 
So, from the beginning of the game, he... What the fuck is Black Judas? <laughs> he pulled up the wiki on the characters in each game. Now uh, I'm concerned. Um, but yeah, um, Eve has a very high-risk, high-reward play style that could be very gratifying if you manage to get far with it, but she's very hard to play. Oh, yeah. Um, Soul Baby is, in fact, probably, like, the weirdest character to play. Oh, Soul Baby's hard. So is The Lost. Um, the Lost, you don't have health. Period. Uh, <clears throat> so. You have, uh, let's see, you also have Azazel. Who's, or, Azazel and Samson are probably the easiest ones. Because uh, if you get any amount of permanent hearts on Azazel runs, you can fly by default. So getting over rooms that are usually bullshit are very, very easy. Also, why is Judas wearing a fez? I think that's a reference to somebody else. Maybe. Um, let's see. Judas is kind of like the high damage character at the start. Yeah, high got... damage, low speed. Uh, his uh, item is really good. Uh, he starts off with a goat hoof. What does he get? The Book of Belial. Book of Belial. Book of Belial is pretty good. So you increase your damage for like half of for the room, which is yeah, I'll fucking take it. Yeah. On on command as long as I charge it. Yeah, I'll fucking do that. Oh man, they have Mega Satan? <laughs> What's delirium? <laughs> what the fuck is that? It's uh isn't that like a specific... uh, Apparently this is the final boss of the series as a whole. Huh. Well, that's terrifying. Oh, he turns into all of the bosses. Oh, that's a lot of bosses. Oh my god. So, there's also <laughs> a lot of bosses in this game. Yeah, there's a lot of bosses in this game. That's some nutty shit. So, uh, the bosses range from uh, giant poops to weird organ-like things to Little uh, imps. abscesses to imps. Uh, they also have the four horsemen. Uh, they have these giant, I don't know how the fuck I would describe them, tapeworms? I guess. Lots uh, of worms. A lot of, they have giant spiders, which are usually whatever, pretty terrifying. Whatever the hell Monstro is. Uh, yeah, Monstro, or the laser Monstro, which is, <laughs> what? And then a lot of the bosses come back again <laughs> as, like, zombie versions of themselves. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes they even come back as mini-bosses in levels. Oh, yeah, you see that a lot. There is literally a fistula. Ugh. Yeah. You don't know what that is, don't look it up. Yeah, don't Google that, by the way. That's fucked up. But, uh, so... There's a wide range of what occurs while playing. Um, in the original game, you have about half of... I would honestly say about 30% of the content of Afterbirth. Afterbirth adds like almost 100 I, items. I could not itself. say because... So for for the, those listening at home, <clears throat> I only own the original. I never played Afterbirth until we sat down to do this video. Or this... Wow. <laughs> to do this podcast. But um, Like, comment, and subscribe. Yeah, on, on YouTube, which we're not on. Um, but... The game has a very... But the game itself, I think, is very addicting. And I feel like if you haven't picked... A, like, if you want to try the original, um, you can still buy the original. Or you can buy the... Oh, I'm sure. You can buy a Rebirth. 
Rebirth is on, I think, much more stuff nowadays. Like, it's on PS4 and Xbox. I think it's on Switch, Switch too, yeah. yeah. That's a happy Nintendo game for you. There you go. Um, but the original game, I think, is still pretty solid, even, like, just in and of itself. I mean, you're gonna... On the off chance that you can not find one of these on sale, wait for them to go on sale on Steam. I think I paid, like, $8 for Afterbirth, like, a month or when two ago. When I bought, after it came I think out. the original Binding of Isaac, I think I bought it for, like, 5 bucks. I think I paid... On release, I think I paid, like, 20 bucks, mm-hmm. Which is about, like... Considering I have gotten almost 200 hours out of just the retail versions. It's pretty good. <clears throat> yeah, 200, 200 hours out of a game is pretty good. So the um, criticisms for the game, the only thing I have is that um, the RNG heaviness of it, while this is a roguelike in essence and it performs that to a T, um, it's just kind of not fun sometimes because like sometimes you just get hosed and there's you nothing possible situations yeah like you just get a run where you're like i don't even know why i bothered continuing and it's i feel like by the time you <coughs> unlock the other characters and kind of find a play style like that's a little less gonna like like yeah. to happen it, it is definitely a game that gets i feel it is the kind of game that gets better the longer you play it oh yeah well because it, a lot of the unlock items and characters make things easier or make you make it easier to adapt your kind of play style to the game mm-hmm. uh, because it does give you a lot of ways to play the game but initially it takes a little while to sort of get that train rolling so there is a little bit of initial investment there's a lot there is that initial investment and like i said you you have to be able to get past the learning curve to an extent of how to play the game <coughs> and succeed at it oh easily i will say i do you remember what the first time you ever beat the game like which character it was isaac mine was actually kane yeah like i beat it with isaac and then the game after i unlocked kane and then i didn't play anything with kane until like wrath of lamb came out and i got samson and then i just played the shit out of samson because samson's broke blood Blood. tears um yeah there's a lot of and, and again there's lots of subtext in the game you can read into it with some of the enemies as much as you want well, and I mean, there are little, literal Gabriel, Uriel angels. There is Satan. There is mini Satan. There's a shitload of body horror with some of the... <coughs> yeah, the there, there are, like, hey, do you like cancer? Because that's what you're fighting. And you go, that. You're going to get cancer as a power-up. Yeah, you fight um, <laughs> You fight your mom. With, you with, fight... with, the, with the glorious subtitle, you <coughs> cancer. Hooray. Um, you literally fight a heart. A giant beating heart. A giant beating heart. You, you fight, fight yourself. You fight a baby. You fight Krampus. <clears throat> you do fight Krampus of of pre uh, Christmas fame, <laughs> and you get coal from him, which is a ridiculously strong item. You fight. You fight the seven deadly sins. You fight the four horsemen. Oh, and <clears throat> you know that reminds me. We almost forgot one of my one of my favorite parts about the game, the soundtrack. Or at least the original soundtrack. Um, yeah, the remake soundtrack I'm not as fond of, but there are a couple of pieces that I like. Uh, real quick, the name of the uh, the name of the guy who does the music is Florian Hill or Florian. Mm, it's not Hill. I think it's Hensley. I want to look that up real quick because the dude does do it. Florian Hemsel. 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 So in the original game, they sound the 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 soundtrack is a little more eight bitty chip tuny eight bitty chip tuny in general and an aftermath. I are... I love the original game soundtrack. <clears throat> yeah, I mean they have like the combat music is pretty good for the most part, and then in Afterbirth it takes on a more orchestral tone. 
Um, which is good in some places and other times. Like, I don't play with the sound on 90% of the time because I'm doing something while I'm playing Binding of Isaac. He's listening to episodes of Bardic Community College. I don't need to. I recorded them. I don't need to listen to them again. I do. Disco Elysium was such a good episode. <laughs> it's such a good game. You should still go play that game. Yeah, play Disco Elysium and Binding of Isaac. Yeah, mostly Binding of Isaac because that's what we're shelling this one. I guess we're not really shilling. We're not making any money off of this. We are definitely not. But you should give Edmund Millen Edmund, your money. Edmund, Edmund, Edmund Millen should make your money, and then he should be like, "Hey, where did you come from?" And he'd be like, "Hey, these guys sent me," and then he should send us money. That would be super. If that's that would be that awesome. Hard. I would be all about that life. Um, do so remember, yeah. Do you remember any like? Um, do you remember any like good runs or anything like that? Like specific? There's so like, and they in, all kind of bleed together. In vanilla, one. you had a couple of combination items that were strictly good. Like technology two, until they nerfed it, was crazy fucking overpowered. I remember chocolate milk being very. <clears throat> yeah, chocolate milk and anything that had uh, tier speed up because you charged faster was ridiculous. When spider eyes came out, it was dumb. Uh, Polyphemus. The Cyclops shot, once you got the speed up, that was stupid. Um, control tiers are stupid. Uh, and any of the lasers combined with anything else. Uh, like, And if you get enough pets or you get enough like floating and, and, things... Um... And Wrath of the Lamb, I remember, yeah, all the floating <coughs> stuff. Like, yeah. get, there are some powers that just give you flight forever, and if you get that, that's pretty bro- That's Yeah, pretty flight busted. by itself in this game is very, very strong. It's very, it's, you should try to prioritize getting flight. Yeah. Um, well, not like you I have remember, a choice. But... I remember there was one, there was one run of it where I had the stink bomb one, like the plague, the mm-hmm. plague bomb one, and I had the nun habit. So like every time I, every time I went through a room, I had that recharge. That's and, pretty good. And it would recharge on enemies too, because I think I had another power up that did that. When you killed something, you got battery power back or yeah, something like so that. Yeah. So there was so by the end of the game, I was just throwing these plague bombs in every fight against the like multiple times against whatever boss it was, because the bosses are always. They usually have a funky element to them. We'll keep throwing mooks at you too, especially in the harder. Yeah, bosses. they're um <clears throat> the the run that I remember mo- most recently was uh, right after Rebirth came out, and I just locked Azazel, Azazel, Azamundi, and um, he flies and he has a charge beam, um, and I had gotten just the right combination of damage items and charge items, and there is a when you do when you kill your mom for the first time instead of going down you can play a boss rush mode that's sideways and it gives you four treasures so like and then every boss room after that you can do that room instead so like i was already like almost untouched through the first half of the game and then i ran three boss rushes and i was just stacked on items like i was unkillable for the most part and, like, at the end of that game, I unlocked, like, 14 things. And I was just like, holy shit. <coughs> like, it was pretty ridiculous. Because, like, sometimes you're just going to have bad runs. And when the runs are good, it's almost surreal. Because that is not how you expect the game to go at all. Yeah, when you have the good runs, the game's pretty rad. Yeah, like, like it definitely has that power fantasy fulfillment kind of thing when things go right. But uh, as is in real life, the game beats you when things are not going right. Yeah. Very unrepentantly. So, I think that's the name of one of the tracks in the game, Unrepentant. Probably. That could be high. No, I mean, most of them are biblical in some nature or fashion. So that I would not be surprised. Let me put it that way. 
So um, if you like roguelikes, you like sort of top-down Legend of Zelda kind of dungeon crawlers, um, give it a go. Like, the randomness is a little jarring at first, but as you play it, you find ways to sort of mitigate parts of it. So you you beat the randomness by getting good. Sometimes. It doesn't always and work. And, like, sometimes... Yeah, sometimes there's just... It is totally possible to get dead runs. Yeah, some, sometimes you're just... There's no good to get yeah there's no way around it yeah um, you're just you're just shit out of luck yeah which is a good lesson to learn in life sometimes you just shit out of luck so you have to jump into your basement and fight whatever monsters and fight and god, poop, and fight god. <laughs> what an anime protagonist is isaac that's what a crazy thing so uh that's it from us uh just as a reminder uh this is either the second or third episode that will go out with this uh, end game reminder or end episode reminder and then we probably won't do it anymore because you'll know um, we are moving to bi-monthly for a little bit for all 12 of you that watch. Uh, the last time I said nine, I'm hoping we gained three listeners. That'd be rad. It would be. Um, so share it with your friends. Uh, make us do another Yakuza episode. Because Cowards. Would, yeah, because haven't, I haven't made Derek sing Bakamatai yet. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dame, dame. But uh, <laughs> I can do almost all of Majima Construction, <laughs> by the way. Uh, somebody paid me $10 on Twitch to sing it, so I did. <laughs> I was like, that's, that's the that's, easiest that's, $10 I've ever made. It's gonna be, that's gotta be the sweetest 10 bucks. Yeah, it was the most fulfilling $10 that's ever happened. So, um, I think at some point we may, uh, if things continue on and we get enough, um, interactions, you can check us out at Community Bardic, I believe. Or is it College Bardic on Twitter? It should be College Bardic. I think it's College Bardic. I have, uh, the account saved on my Twitter, so I can tell you in like 30 seconds. Uh, I lied. <laughs> well, don't you it is College it? Bardic. Yep. So, hey, we have five followers. I think and two of those are you and me. Shh. You don't say that out loud. <laughs> um, this is our th- this is our, our aesthetic, Jordan. Yeah, we that have is, to live with it. <clears throat> that is sort of how it works. So, uh, give us a follow on there. Uh, if there's something you want us to cover, um, I, I think at least most of the time we're up for recommendations um if there is somebody you have heard in a previous episode that you would like to get back um we'll find some way to incorporate it because i think everybody that we've teamed up with so far has been pretty good about it uh and we are working we are working to incorporate more people to sort of you know come in and guest spot like right now next time we'll have jordan's cat star oh she did star she doesn't even have to be in the episode (laughs) she's too cute she's way too adorable uh so um if there's something you want to see from us, just like leave us a message. You could also email us at bardiccommunitycollege at gmail.com. That occasionally gets checked sometimes. Every week. Because uh, I have to make the episode. Yeah, at least once a week. So um, I guess that's the, the short update from us. So uh, if you need anything, obviously holla. Uh, yeah, play go. Binding of Isaac. Play Binding of Isaac. That's pretty fun. It's one of my. It's 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 a game <clears throat> I look on fondly. It was very it's... formative to Derek's years and hating of religion. Yeah. Yeah. Because fuck burning bushes. Right? 